0: I'm angry about what is happening at the Dallas Zoo. What is happening? And what does, I mean, I got so many questions. So we we thought we would go to an expert, somebody that knows. Ed Hansen is the chief executive of the American Association of Zookeepers. Ed, thanks for joining us. Um, they found the monkeys, right, that were taken from the Dallas Zoo?
1: Yes, ma'am. They found them yesterday afternoon and they were transported back to the zoo safely. So, for once, um, all's well that ends well for the animals in that part of the story.
0: Were they found in an abandoned home? Is that what I read? That's my understanding,
1: is whoever took the animals out of the zoo, stashed them in a in a nearby community in an abandoned home.
0: So, are all zoo animals chipped?
1: No, ma'am. Um It really depends upon the animal and what exactly the process is. When animals in a zoo are chipped, it's not for if they escape, like your dog or your cat. If they escape, get out of your home, get out of your apartment, and can be returned and reunited with you. Animals in a zoo are chipped for identification purposes because you may have 15 tamarins in a cage, but you can't tell them apart.
0: Mm.
1: So when you lay hands on them, the veterinarians lay hands on them to do an exam, they run the microchip and then they make sure the right health concerns get entered into the right health records.
0: So there's been some issues going on at the Dallas Zoo. There was a clouded leopard that went missing all day on Friday, January 13th. They had to shut down the zoo. Then they found a vulture dead. Uh, the death did not appear to be natural. And then there was a break-in again where they took these tamarind monkeys. Is, is this This is highly unusual for zoos, isn't it?
1: This is either a targeted... Um, attack and there was actually a fourth incident where wire was cut on a different primate's enclosure but the animals it was discovered by staff and the animals were never unsecure so this is either a targeted attack or someone in the community has decided well they cut the wire on this and let the leopard out so maybe I'll go cut the wire on this and my guess is over the course of 20 days for four events um, it was most likely the work of the same individual or individuals.
0: I think most of us are kind of shocked that there isn't camera capturing all of this. It seems like all of us are on video. Anytime we walk down the street, I would have thought that there would have been cameras on every enclosure at a zoo.
1: They're not really on the enclosures in the zoo because, again, this is, while it doesn't happen with alarming frequency, it does happen. But most of the cameras are trained on the public sidewalk, and on the public barriers to identify aberrant behavior amongst the guests as they try and cross a guardrail or something like that. Ultimately, that is how they discovered an individual that the last time I checked, they were still seeking to identify the individual. He was caught crystal clear on a public camera on the sidewalk of the zoo, and my guess is pro the police probably know who he is already and my guess is that um somebody ratted him out and told the authorities were The tamarins were stashed, and fortunately, they were returned unharmed.
0: And that's great, because the stress that can be brought upon an animal like that, you don't know how they were transported, how they were taken. I mean, that alone could have done damage to that animal. Uh, So do you think because of this incident in Dallas and what's been going on for a matter of weeks, are all zoos across the nation on high alert? Are people pretty comfortable that it was one guy in Dallas that did this with no motivation of a group behind him?
1: Yeah, I, I can tell you that it's a hot-button issue. In my organization, um, zoos are already talking about an increase in security and retraining of individuals that, are, that kind of stick out in a crowd sometimes. As I try to explain to people, zoos are family attractions, so you're going to see families and kids. You're going to see grandparents and kids. You're going to see people on dates. And you're going to see school groups and groups of individuals, whether they be male or female or mixed. What really stands out in a zoo setting is a single individual walking through the zoo by themselves. It just sets off a red flag because it's not something that you normally see. So staff is being retrained, heightened awareness, picking out individuals to kind of keep half an eye on, and those types of retraining scenarios. And I know Dallas is already installing more cameras and increasing security um, to hopefully combat anybody that might want to take another shot at it in the future.
0: Yeah, it seems like a simple fix. I mean, we've got the technology to do it today. Before I let you go, Ed, Ed is the chief executive of the American Association of Zookeepers. What's the biggest challenge that zoos are facing today in our country?
1: Um, between staffing issues, which are prevalent all over the country, it's very difficult to find and hire qualified staff and keep them uh, on the payroll, even though you would think that working with animals is a highly, highly passionate uh, job that most people would covet. Those challenges still exist post-COVID, and that right now is what I'm seeing in this organization is burnout from job-related stresses, and uh, we're no different than the rest of some of the industries that are out there.
0: Thank you so much for joining us. I hope that they're able to keep everybody safe, all those animals safe in Dallas and elsewhere.
1: Thank you, Lisa. Nice talking to you.
0: Coming up, Steve has your news on 720 WGN, and then we're going to talk about cancer vaccines. They're getting a boost from science that was born here in Chicago. Yeah, there are a few out there already. Is this going to be a big part of our future? We'll talk to a professor and the director of the International Institute for Nanotechnology at Northwestern University. That's coming up next. Lisa Dent WGN.